0: Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, welcome to this special episode of Astros Baseball. The last special episode I had was Easy Listen Saturday episode with jazz music in the background, and I'm here to tell you this special episode is not that. It is the exact opposite. Someone wrote a story badmouthing our Houston Astros, and it upset me. It upset me quite a bit. And so, I just wanted to make this podcast. It's not going to be very long, but I just wanted to make it while I was still angry. I wanted to get my opinions out there, and it's possible that I I may offend some of you, I don't know. But it's just my opinions, and this is America, and we should all have our own opinions, and I'm not gonna say anything too bad. I'm just gonna give you my thoughts on things. And mostly it's about this lady. So let's go over her story. Let's go over her story if you haven't read it, and if you haven't seen it. Opinion, Houston Astros Owner's shameless greed is a reminder of how awful the organization is. That's the headline of the story. So you got to look at it like, man, what, did, what has this guy done? This is horrible. This sounds bad. So she goes on to say this. In times of uncertainty, one thing doesn't change. The Astros remain the worst team in Major League Baseball, and maybe in all of sports. Maybe second to the Redskins with their racist name. So the Astros are the worst team in Major League Baseball, according to her. So she goes on to say, Health officials warn they are running out of ER space Governors urging residents to stay home, yet Jim Crane proclaimed that he is going to put butts in the seats and sell all the beer and t-shirts that he can. So this comment made by Jim Crane was covered by the writers in Houston, and they didn't interpret it this way. He was asked about the money that they've lost or they're going to lose this year. And he said, the only thing we have that can counter is to get people into the building and sell some tickets and merchandise and some cold beer or whatever they let us have. And so he didn't say... We're losing all this money, and I know the pandemic is horrible and it's spiking again. I I don't care. I'm putting butts in the seats. I'm selling beer. So she's saying that he doesn't care about the health of the fans. And it's not only the fans he doesn't care about. He doesn't care about the health of the concession people. He doesn't care about the health of the ticket people or the security guards. That's what she's making it sound like. And it's just not true. He just made a statement that if he can sell tickets, they can make up some of the money. He didn't say he's going to do it tomorrow. He didn't say he's going to do it the first week. He didn't say that. The Red Sox, the Twins, the Cubs, the Rangers, they've all posted stories saying that they want to sell tickets. The governor already said that outdoor sports in Texas can have a 50% capacity. He's already said this. And Jim Crane isn't saying he's going to put people in the seats already. It's not what he's saying. Just like if you were asking me, would you like to go to a game? And I would say, yeah, if it's safe. If it's safe to go to the game, yes, I'll go. But you, you can't turn my words around and say, man, this guy wants to go to the game, and he doesn't care. He doesn't care that, that COVID-19 cases are spiking. That's the same thing. You, you can't turn people's words around and make it fit your agenda. And I looked at all this lady's stories, I looked at her, her tweets, and she does have an agenda. I can tell you that right now. So I said, given the worsening health crisis in Houston, his comments come off as particularly callous. And like I said, the writers in Houston covered the same story I saw. His comments in the Houston Chronicle and the Athletic. And they didn't, it didn't say anything like this. And these guys are not fans. If, they, if something's wrong, they're going to say it. I don't, I don't think they're going to say it as negative as these, this lady did. But they didn't seem to think anything wrong with it. They didn't seem to take his words wrong. And I didn't. What's wrong with it? We're only going to get our money back if we can put people in the seats. I want, I want people to come to the game, and I want to sell beer and merchandise and make some money. Well, of course he does. The people that have restaurants, they want people to come into the restaurants and sit down and buy food. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. So she goes on to say, "Oh, it it seems like a it seems like I can just hear her talking." And you know what a Karen is? If you look at her picture, it's Karen telling you. She said it see, sure seems like a great time to encourage people to leave their homes and come to a ball game. He's not saying that. He didn't say anything about leave your homes and come to a game among this crisis. He didn't say that. Now, I know that you do bad things, you have a bad reputation, and every, everybody's going to take things wrong. They're going to take it all wrong. And I agree. I understand that. I understand everything the Astros say is going to be put under a microscope because they, they cheated. They did wrong things. So she also says he's worth $1.3 billion the Astros are worth four times the amount that they were when he purchased them. He's shamelessly putting profits over fans' health and is yet this is yet another example of the narcissistic and boorish behavior that has become the Astros' trademark. A frat boy culture so ingrained that the assistant general manager taunted female reporters with his praise of a pitcher who was suspended for domestic abuse. And if you go back, when this happened, I told you, this is a black eye. This is a black eye on the Astros that this guy did it. It's a black eye on the Astros for making that trade. If they wanted to be clean cut, they shouldn't have done it. And this guy definitely, this guy definitely shouldn't have done this. Assistant general manager shouldn't be doing that stuff. And it's it's things like this to go along with the cheating that make people think this. They're going to think badly of us. She goes on to say, there is a time and a place for fans... And Crane's disregard for the bigger picture is offensive, as the Houston Astros so often are. I don't see anywhere in his statement on any other stories that he says he wants these guys to come in now. Do you think? Is that how you feel? I don't think anyone that is a fan of the Astros thinks that that's what he meant. Let me tell you this, so I scroll down, this, this may be the part you don't like, so I scroll down to see what kind of stuff she's talking about, the stuff that she retweets or tweets and all this stuff, and it's Colin Kaepernick, it's Bubba Wallace, the, the news thing, I want to talk about that, but let me tell you this. So you go down her whole Twitter page, she's talking bad about him, saying that he wants people to come to the stadiums, but and and we should put everybody's health in front of our own personal agendas, right? But she doesn't say anything about the thousands and thousands of people that were protesting. You think that was safe? She doesn't have anything negative to say about it because it's not her agenda. That's what I'm talking about. So if you go back, another story she was talking about, she was very, very, you know, sold on this too, that somebody hung a noose in Bubba Wallace's garage. When I heard this story, because it was right after they... They banned the, the, I call them the Dixie flags, I don't know why. But they banned the Confederate flag. No longer can you have the Confederate flag at NASCAR events. And I am totally 100% okay with that. Is the flag a racist symbol? No. Has people made it a racist symbol? Yes. Get rid of it. I'm fine with that. I'm totally fine with that. So the next day, or maybe the day after that, here comes the report that there's a noose in this guy's garage. And I'm thinking, oh my God. With all this protesting, with all of this Colin Kaepernick talk, did I say his name right? Colin Kaepernick. With all of this talk, we can't have this, folks. We cannot have somebody going into this guy's garage And this is what I pictured, going in there, throwing, making a noose first out of a rope, throwing it over the rafters. That's how I I, I picture they walk in the garage, and this noose is just swinging in the middle of the garage. That's what I'm picturing. Then it gets investigated, and it turns out that they don't think it was put there intentionally to be a hate crime. And then, they finally show the picture of the noose, and it's a piece of string hanging from the garage door. But these people blow it out of proportion, and they make you think, they made me think that. They made me think that it was a normal size, huge rope, swinging from the middle of his garage, when it was just a piece of string attached to the garage door. It's a, it's a string to pull the garage door down. And these people say over and over, I've never seen that. I've never seen anyone make a noose as a pulley. And I'm here to tell you, we have nooses all over the, where I work, all over the place. The only difference is they're closed at the bottom. You get a little piece of string, and you put it in the hole, you pull it as tight as you can, you burn them so it doesn't open up. You wrap it around, wrap it around about six, seven, eight inches, and it makes a perfect handle. That So it is used. It's used as a handle. They just didn't close it up. That's all it was used for, and people that have their own agenda, are spreading this. And they, they made me think that that's what it was. And so she has, she's spreading her story around to everybody from the USA Today that Jim Crane is doesn't care, that he doesn't care that people are sick. He doesn't care that the ERs are full. He just wants to sell tickets. He just wants to sell beer. He just wants to tell, sell t-shirts. It's not true. It's not true. Yes, he said that the only way to counter losing the money is to get to sell tickets. But he didn't say tomorrow. He didn't say he doesn't care. But going back, like I told you, this Tobman dude, Harassing those women was no good. It all started. It all started when they got Osuna. I was shocked when they got Osuna. But I'm here to tell you. I believe he's still with his wife. I mean, he did what he did to her, and she chose to stay with him. I think, as far as I know. He served his suspension... And he's back. And maybe they shouldn't have got him. I do think everybody deserves a second chance. But the bad thing is the person that gives someone a second chance are going to be portrayed as they have no morals. I want to win, and I don't care if you beat up your wife. I'm going to take you. But I'm telling you, This lady has an agenda, and that is to badmouth the Houston Astros. And that's okay. But she's saying that he doesn't care. She's putting out there that he wants people in the seats, and he doesn't care about your health. But yet, not one negative word about these thousands of people gathering in large groups to protest. Not one word. It doesn't fit her agenda. That's all I have. I'm very angry. I think I I think I held back more than I expected to. But anyway, that was it. That's my rant. Hope you enjoyed it. If I offended you, I apologize. Have a good day. We'll see you later. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot.